Hello everyone, welcome to Easy Keeper. I'm your host, Zachary. I'm your host, That's him. Hey, it's me. And welcome to our hit podcast, Easy Kiefer. Yeah. Where we talk every week about Kiefer Sutherland related media. That's what we do here. And today we're talking about a documentary. It's yep. first for us. Is uh, it called Free to Rock? Yeah, Free to Rock. Uh, 2017, although it may be from 2014. There's definitely think... footage from before 2016. In yeah. The film. Like, there's. That was made for the film. Yeah, there's some, like, the Wikipedia page, I think, says 2014, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 2017. Um, but yeah, it's a documentary narrated by Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about rock and roll in the Soviet Union uh, from, like, kind of, like, 1950 to the fall of the Berlin Wall and the collapse of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into it. And so it talks about the... The impact that that rock music had on expediating the uh, the fall of the Soviet Union through giving the youths freedom—that's really yeah. all this movie wants to talk about—is yeah. the youths and their freedom. Like, it's. I enjoyed. It. I had. Yeah, I, it was good. It, it was. It's I really fine. liked it. They have a bunch of really cool things. I think my favorite part. Uh, honestly is having a bunch of retrospectives with a bunch of the artists who performed mm-hmm. on yeah. do like did gigs in in the USSR at the time like yeah my I think my favorite one was Billy Joel when he talks oh. about how his experience <laughs> like actually made him reconsider the propaganda that like the US had been feeding him since he was a child it made him yeah. go oh russians are the russians are regular people so yeah he says that the cold war ended for him as soon as he did that concert would have been great if it ended for everybody else too but uh yeah yeah i mean yeah they they get a lot of really good like um people to talk to i mean they get for they get like gorbachev and jimmy carter yeah um who else do they have (laughs) i love the way that jimmy carter says the government yeah God, Jimmy Carter is very old. He's very old. Like I, I don't want like a like a conceptual basis. He's very old, but any time I see him, it's like, oh, you are so old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard hitting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this just in. Um. So it kind of goes on a chronological basis. Talking, you know, it starts out in the 50s and 60s and then moves to the 70s and then you know the around the second half of the film is, is pretty much occupied with with the 80s and developments there and yeah it's... yeah i i think my favorite part kind of contrast what you're saying my favorite was the hearing from the russian musicians okay that was my like, real favorite part <laughs> yeah like i've heard billy joel i know i know billy joel but I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't remember their names. But I. I don't know. I haven't heard of any of these like, artists. Uh, actually, fun fact: I had heard of one of them, and I did actually have one of their, or at least not <laughs> one of the people who spoke in the documentary. But I not had, surprised me in the least. I had one of the bands they mentioned. I was like, oh, huh, I have one of their songs on a playlist of mine of my bops from the '80s. 
Anyway, um, classic. Yeah, I actually, and then you know the the credits roll, and you realize that one of the the artists is like an executive producer slash creator of of the film. Yeah, that makes sense. Which like, you know, explains a bit on perhaps the the why this it's such a singular narrative. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a lot, you know, of room. Yeah, they for... definitely. I think the thing is they could have easily this could have easily been and I think this is a thing that a lot of documentaries run into. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have easily been a five minute thing and it could have easily been like a seven part series. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that the the one hour format worked. I think the story that they told of you know them first hearing it over like over radio waves from mm-hmm. the west to oh we can kind of do it to the Russian government. We do got to get into the Russian government-sponsored uh, rock music of the '60s. Cause oh, the VIAs was incredible. <laughs> that was um, that was that. Those guys were awesome. Yeah, but then to like getting like Billy Joel in and getting like the Western to like the fall of the Soviet Union, like that story works. Yeah, but I would have I would have liked to more maybe go into kind of like, and I'm I'm sure it would have been difficult to get to these people, but to, you know, talking to the uh, the more of the artists from russia more of like that kind of mm-hmm. thing i wish they had spent more time on the bone records i have to talk about the bone records yes I, bone records. I i just heard about these in like a techmo video recently they're the coolest thing i, yeah. I want one it's basically just a, a record but like they made it out of old x-rays and that's metal as frick yeah it's, love it that's pretty cool and i also love you know how it's mentioned that they were uh hated on by the government not you know less because of the ideology of the music they were spreading but more just because this was a form of private enterprise <laughs> this bone record business so it, it made them capitalists anyways um, gross yeah i i love the part when uh one of the artists talks about how when he gets interrogated by the government and they're like what is that song you're singing about not getting satisfaction and then he contextualizes it as you know, oh, it is the cry out of the the American worker who knows he cannot get any satisfaction under the capitalism because all the bourgeoisie scum have all of the goods. Yeah, they kind of framed it as like as he was kind of making that up. You know, not not that far. Yeah, from the truth. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, Kiefer does a good job. Uh, yeah, narrating Kiefer. As we've mentioned on this podcast many times before, and will not hesitate to mention again, the man has a good voice. I'm not typically one for narration in documentaries. I think, you know, I think it could be used right, but I think this is well in this kind of documentary at least. But I think Kiefer Kiefer's voice, perfect fit, and I would I want more documentaries narrated by him. Yeah, yeah. I think there's only one other one that I remember. That's a NASCAR one, which there is a NASCAR one. Yeah, gross. <laughs> but like, Ugh. yeah, because I mean, his it's just uh, I just love his voice, and it's yeah. and it's sparing. Like, it they don't it, they don't over rely on narration, which, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. they they use it to set up at the beginning, use it kind of for the conclusion, and then where it's needed. But for the most part, it's just the people talking that I, yeah. I want to know, I want to hear from. Yeah, although they're, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of documentaries, so honestly, my—that's <laughs> fair. My opinion is, I don't, but just like 
there are parts of it like a lot of the text on mm-hmm. screen like whenever they put in like little fun facts and things that just honestly like took away from the movie for me and i'd be like you probably I, I probably would have liked it if you had just got Kiefer to read that i guess but that's yeah they were quotes but i don't know you know like there's just these yeah and there's a like three or four different fonts that are used there were definitely some ones that looked like that are you sure that wasn't temp yeah okay i'm glad i wasn't there there's there's parts of it that feel kind of kind of cheap yeah but uh especially so they the the reenactments i don't know if you said if you uh, picked up on those yeah the re well i mean the one where he's making the guitar is okay yeah that one uh, that was cool that was fine because cool he's making a guitar but yeah the one (laughs) where the guy (laughs) i mean i shouldn't be laughing because the story behind it is awful this guy yeah you know basically gets attacked by government spooks um but uh yeah the reenactment just it's funny like it's so cheap like they they do like they punch him to the, and he falls to the ground and they kick him but like the punch misses by like a mile and the kick yeah. is like clearly nowhere near him you know, and he's, like, supposedly, like, having been beaten. He's just lying on the ground. He's just, like, you can tell he's just closing his eyes and stiffening up. And it's, no it's weird because, like, they don't really pass that. There's no, not that much reenactment afterwards. So, really, yeah, I don't see the point of doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it was also in, like, a... <laughs> they put it in, like, a black and white filter kind of a thing you know to make it look ooh, like yeah. it was footage from the time and it was like all right i guess this isn't the style of your documentary at all but sure yeah oh yeah no i loved uh the part when they're talking about uh the one i can't remember where she was from but the one woman who went in and basically just started mm. producing people's music yeah. and they were like hell yeah love this woman <laughs> I think she was, like, from California. She just went yeah. there. She's like, I like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you all the equipment you need. Yeah. Love that. Love that oh. for them. Mm-hmm. There's just so much. The, there's so many aesthetics in this movie. Like like we said, yeah. the VIA, which was the, the state-sponsored, like, 60s rock. And mm-hmm. they, like, played some of it. And it was so good. It was just, like... Them um, singing about the work that, like you know, the youth have many days to live; their lives shall be filled with work. And like, just, it, you know, the band's like on a train or somewhere, and they're like going under these like, I don't know, bridges with workers on them that are like putting flares up. It's beautiful. You know, it it may be propaganda, but damn if it isn't my kind of propaganda. <laughs> propaganda. It becomes art when you can't understand the language. I'd like to take a propaganda at more of that, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, good. good. That was good. I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the Soviet punks from, like, the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. They had... That was quite the scene. I also love the bit when they... um, when they film the, I don't know, when they're using footage in this, there's some guy on the street and they're like, do you have a ticket to uh, Elton John? Yeah. And the guy's like, no. And they're like, would you like one? He's like, I would like one. <laughs> and they're like, would you sell your Elton John records? And he's like, 
no. <laughs> and they're like, okay, have the ticket, have fun, kid. It was such a weird exchange. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, I, I want to clarify what I was saying about how I liked um, the American artist's perspective. I more liked it in... Because I, I would be more interested in a documentary that's about, um, like, I don't know, con, constructions of the cultural other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how barriers are formed you know but yeah and so they you know the american artists had a good it was somebody from the the 60s there were times where i thought i was like all right we're relying a bit too much on on american voices here. like we Uh, get it you got jimmy carter but i don't really need to hear about him right now i don't know man the part when he talked about how his son chip (laughs) He's like, yeah, I mostly listen to my middle son, Chip, who uh, he decided we get, uh, I don't know, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Yeah, that's what it was called. The Nitty Gritty Dirt Band to go on a a tour in the USSR. What a great name. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make them like they used to. They really don't. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They could have taken, like, there's so many angles to take with this kind of a story yeah. and i think they kind of took the kind of like the cheap way out of like you know rock and roll brought down the berlin wall which like kind of but yeah eh, and that's not really interesting i think it would, yeah I, I i agree i think that would have been a more interesting angle to take of like um leaning into like the kind of seeing like the different the cultural differences and the cultural other of mm-hmm. you know us versus them and Oh, maybe that doesn't have to. But I think for I mean I think for for what it was, it, it, this was kind of this always cool. gonna be the way that it was gonna go. And yeah, and yeah. I, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unique perspective. Unique I'm just glad to watch a documentary that I didn't edit <laughs> in the past three freaking months. I can imagine, yeah. Oof. Wow. I I I am glad that they got a lot of interviews with like people who were you know part of the scene different scenes. Mm-hmm. Those were really good. Yeah. I really I, I'm just thinking about like the them talking about the Beatles and how <laughs> they all just like they're like nope that was it I was no longer Soviet I was just a yeah. Beatles fan. <laughs> <laughs> like the one guy like yeah my dad brought home the Beatles and I just listened to it I just listened to it all the time as soon as it's over it started again. <laughs> I mean, hey. Classic. Beatlemania. Gotta love the Beatles. The Beatles gotta love when the Beach Boys show up and they just like, uh, let's uh, dedicate this song to Czechoslovakia. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. God. All right, here we go. The idea of the Beach Boys just going to the Soviet <laughs> Union and just like being yeah. like, yeah, we're the Beach Boys is hilarious to me. Beach Boys in any context are hilarious to me, but that's mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. Yeah, you know, nothing yeah. screams Soviet youth like a trip like, to the beach. Yeah, with like, the boys, like uh, surfing USA and surfing safari. Yeah, lots of surfing in different locations. Yeah, I love and getting around. I love getting around in Dubrovnik. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know how much more I have to say about like. 
Yeah. I thought, I mean, as a documentary, I thought it was really well done. Um, mm-hmm. As, like, in terms of, like, this being a Keith Sutherland podcast, there's not much to say. Because, like we said, he's not in it that much, but I think that yeah. works. Because, you know, he's... if you're, they didn't over-rely on a narration. Mm-hmm. It was, he was never used to, exp- like, over-explain things mm-hmm. and make me feel like, oh, you dummy audience here, let me explain this for you. Yeah. Um, or, you know, they never used him to, like, really cover up things they just obviously couldn't get interviews for but they yeah yeah i think it's good Um, and i think it doesn't sound like one of those cases where it's like he just you know they paid him a little bit and he got into the booth and yeah have that much time like i think it feels like something that he was genuinely uh excited to be a part of which makes sense you know he's a musician Mm um yeah I i could definitely see this being kind of a passion project for him yeah so, yeah, I mean, I don't, unless you have any more thoughts on this, I think I would call it a kefir, and I'd recommend, um, I mean, you have to watch it on iTunes, which yeah, I would not w- recommend to anyone, because it literally, like, I had to restart the program three times, but oh, really? if you find it somewhere else, Oof. I'd watch it. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I would say it's a kefir as well, because I can't think of anything right now yeah it's only it's only an hour as well which is pretty nice yeah. for watching <laughs> all right <laughs> cool i think that was our most earnest and also just roughest ending yeah um we're gonna go on to plot keywords because there are no trivia for this uh-huh. um I remember now why I don't do this bit anymore because it's not good. Yeah, it never was. I, that see, when you first said, "Oh, I'm gonna do plot keywords," I was like, I like rolled my eyes because that was something I tried to make a joke of, like three or four years ago, um, when I was just happened was on IMDb. I was reading up, I don't know, the first Kingsman movie, and I was looking at the plot keywords for that, and I was like, you know, my favorite plot keyword: female rear nudity. Um, I do uh, remember that. I was like, this is hilarious. That conversation. But now it's... Okay, so we'll just do one then. We'll just do one then. Okay, yeah. Sound of Freedom. Zero of One found this relevant. Ooh. Moving on to... Can we see... I want to see other movies that have... Ooh, that's true. Sound of Freedom with We haven't done that. See, you'll you'll never guess uh, what other movies are here. None. (laughs) None. This is it. Good tag. Wow. See, that's what that'll bring us. That's what we're bringing this bit that's back now. And we're gonna do yeah. that. That's what I was missing. So now yeah. on to uh, IMDb, not IMDb. Now on to Amazon reviews. Amazon reviews. Uh, we got one from. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry, I was just gonna click on. I clicked on the one to see uh, see all reviews from Canada, and there was nothing. There's only three reviews yeah. for this movie. Okay. Um, we're going to go with Joni M. Cherbo. Effectiveness of cultural diplomacy. This is five-star review. And then example of cultural diplomacy at its best documented rather than just discussed. Yeah. Moving on, it's almost have, like it's a documentary. We have John B. Uh, we've got uh, Bring Up the Sloop John B. See how the main sales. 
Oh, see, I, I was doing a, I was doing a Beach Boys song. See, I was doing. Uh, oh, a I know. Roll, so. Anyway, that new sound you listen, you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> listen to this. I I love. I love Slip John B. I love the Beach Boys. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna shut up and read this review now. Um, how rock music helped change the Soviet Union. Want to know what living in a socialist communist government controlled state state is really like? Have you been beaten or your family's lives threatened for playing rock music? Watch how the USSR's culture and human rights were influenced by modern music. Meet the Soviet and some Western pioneers of bringing a broader freedom of expression to the music culture of Russia. See, for me, I think my favorite part about this review is have you been beaten or your family's lives threatened for playing rock music, period? Yeah. Wow. This is it's good. Yeah. Thanks, See? John B. Oh, maybe it's John Boyega. Well, I just... This is what he did Crazy. after he leaked the, he quote unquote leaked the Rise of Skywalker script. Yep, back in 2017, he's like, I've done that. Time traveling back to 2017. Gonna Just gonna review this, this movie because you know he he he's met Kiefer Sutherland before. Oh cause, yeah, because he's in 24. When is John Boy again? Twenty four again. He's in uh, what's it called? Uh, the the one in London. Uh, Die oh, another, yeah. another day. He's a fighter pilot. Cool. Drone pilot. He's John Boy again. That one. He just he's just like, hey, it's me. I'm I'm John Boy again. Keeper says it's like, hey, you're the guy that's gonna be in Star Wars in a few years. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I am. Weird. Weird. And then Keeper Sutherland remember see then Kiefer Sutherland said that he likes Star Wars and then John Baker's like oh you aren't a real Star Wars fan it's true so moving on to news um we got kind of a piece of news today yeah um I mean yeah it's more uh, than Netflix nothing. yeah Netflix uh Netflix drops designated survivor episode from streaming's falling controversy that's the headline. What actually happened is there's an episode of Designated Survivor um, that paints the Turkish government in a not great way, so you can't stream that episode in Turkey anymore. It's still available in the rest of the world. Yeah. So that's basically the whole story. Mm-hmm. What episode is it? Uh, Season two, episode seven. Family Ties. Uh, yes. The fictitious Turkish president is portrayed as a villain. He comes under criticism for... Uh, the country's opposition when visiting U.S. to attend a NATO summit. So, Turkey? That's it. Attending the NATO summit? Yeah, I don't know. I is think... Turkey a part of NATO? I don't think Turkey's a part of NATO. No, Tur- Tur- I'm pretty sure Turkey's part of NATO because that's where the U.S. has stuff. Welcome to uh, Geopolitical yeah, but... Hour with Keep Sutherland fans. But NATO's the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Okay. Well, you can't be a part uh, of the of the, 30 me- of the 30 member countries, two are located in North America, 28 uh-huh. are in Europe, one of which, Turkey, is in both uh-huh. Europe and Asia. I guess it makes, I mean, I guess it makes sense from a geopolitical thing. It's just funny because it's not on it's not in the Atlantic. I'm sorry, you everybody. Could, you, could, you don't know that. I do know that. <laughs> it could be right that could just you know turkey could have like an island 
in the middle of the Atlantic. Also, I mean, if you can't, I mean, if you, if you can't, can't the Mediterranean, Mediterranean Sea as far as the Atlantic, it is. You know, so, yeah, I, guess. I mean, you're wrong, but if you do that, if you have such a big brain, okay. Next week, what are we watching? We're watching. It's my turn. We're watching That's either. So you got two options. You got Forsaken. Uh-huh. You got Zoolander two. Oh, now I'm issuing you... you an ultimatum. <laughs> no. Now you put me up against the wall. Okay, well don't worry. I'm picking Forsaken. We're not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I guess win. You, can watch. you win this time. <laughs> so thank you for watching. Or thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, thank you to Kaya. For her fantastic podcast art. Links to her other stuff in the description. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for our theme music, Sax Rock and Roll. Links to him in the description. Um, follow us on Twitter at HAKPod, uh, on Instagram at HAKPodcast, mm-hmm. run by Cassidy Brown. Great Instagram. It's 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 back up again. It's it's yeah, alive and kicking. It's hot. Uh, oh, baby, it's hot. Ooh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Stay yeah, um. Oh yeah. F- f- give us a review on iTunes. Uh, send us a message on Anchor. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've been your host, Akadik. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been He's a Kiefer. thinking anymore you know i feel i don't uh, yeah you know that's that's fair i just feel kind of like a lasagna you know how like the layers just kind of like slide off each other go on revealed <laughs> <laughs>